You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, February the 28th, 2023. This is Nomi Sega with the top news at this hour. The funeral for Ilan Ganelis, the 26-year-old Israeli-American who was murdered in yesterday's shooting attack in the North Dead Sea region, will be held tomorrow at 1 p.m. at the Old Cemetery in Ranana. His family is currently en route to Israel from the United States. Ganellis grew up in West Hartford, Connecticut. He came to Israel eight years ago and served in the IDF as a lone soldier. After he completed his military service, he returned in 2018 to the United States, where he earned a degree at Columbia University. He was visiting Israel for a wedding when yesterday's attack occurred. In the attack, Palestinian terrorists fired on the car Ganellis was driving near Beit Arava Junction, During their escape toward Jericho, the gunmen fired on another car, causing damage but no injuries. They later abandoned the vehicle and set it on fire. Israeli security forces are searching for the attackers. The manhunt also continues for the gunmen who murdered brothers Halel and Yagel Yaniv in Huara on Sunday. The attacker's identity is known to security forces. In the past month, 14 people have been murdered in terror attacks in Israel. The U.N. Security Council is slated to convene today for a special session in the wake of the recent violence in Judea and Samaria. The closed-door meeting was initiated by the Palestinians and the United Arab Emirates. The United States and European Union issued statements last night condemning the recent terror attacks as well as Jewish rioting in the Palestinian village of Huwara earlier this week. Following a two-day pause against the backdrop of the Aqaba Security Summit, Israeli security forces have resumed initiated activities in Judea and Samaria. In operations overnight, security forces detained eight wanted Palestinians in several locations. The Knesset plenum is scheduled to hold a preliminary reading tomorrow of a bill submitted by the Otzma Yehudit Party to allow the death penalty for terrorists. A con reporter says that United Torah Judaism is expected to abstain on the grounds of halachic problems with the law, but the opposition Yisrael Beitenu party is expected to support the measure. The chair of the Noam party, Avi Maoz, has quit his role as deputy minister, but will remain in the coalition as a Knesset member. In his letter to the prime minister, Maoz wrote that he was shocked to discover there was no serious intention to keep the coalition agreement with him in several areas, including setting up an authority for national Jewish identity. Hundreds of alumna from the IDF Elite 8200 Intelligence Unit have declared that they will not volunteer for reserve duty if the government's judiciary overhaul plan is carried out without any dialogue and in the absence of widespread consensus. In a letter to senior security establishment officials, the graduates of the unit said that their duty is to raise the alarm and warn against what they called a Yom Kippur of Israeli society, a reference to the intelligence failing in the 1973 war. The signatories stress that they will heed emergency call-ups for the state, but will not do reserve duty. 
A poll by Khan News conducted against the backdrop of the advancement of the government's judiciary overhaul plan shows that a majority of the public is concerned about the country's economic status and that the Likud is losing support in favor of the National Unity and Yesh Atid parties. According to the survey, if elections were held today, the Likud would drop from 32 mandates to 29, while the National Unity Party would climb from 12 to 15 seats. 51% of those surveyed said they opposed the legislative initiatives in the judicial sphere. The survey was conducted by the Kantar Institute. In a residential building in Jerusalem's Pisgat Ze'ev neighborhood, a gas balloon, a gas leak explosion killed a worker in his 50s and injured two others, one seriously and one moderately. The blast occurred while the workers were engaged in renovations on an apartment. The firefighting service stressed that any work on gas lines must only be carried out by licensed technicians. The weather outlook, hotter with Sharav conditions developing over most of the country and possible haze. Tomorrow and the day after, the same. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 22, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 26, Beersheba 27, and in Eilat going up to 31 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.